0: Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mission of the Mine Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll be talking about Manchester United's. Um, um, I don't know the word to use to describe that performance, but Mine um, United lost to Manchester City by six goals three. And um, I'm just going to talk about that game and. Um, say how i feel and share my thoughts on that disastrous performance that you had still um, on sunday it was terrible you guys know about that it was humiliating it was embarrassing it was pathetic you know there are a lot of words you used to describe that performance and there's a lot to there's a lot to say about that game you know i think Many of us, many of us who were very realistic were resenting to the fact that that game came way too early in the season, that kind of uh, fixture with the format society is in and with the way we started the season, you know, it's um, terrible that we had to play that game so early in the season after building some momentum. but. This was a reality check for us anyway. It was always going to be a reality check to show you where we are at the moment. But many of us will resent the fact that we're going to lose that game. At the very best go to get a draw. If we got a victory, then it would have been a probably a result that was victory that would have come through a defensive master class, unique goal and frustrate the opposition and win the game you know something like that that was how many of us envisaged that we we're going to win the game but unfortunately um it didn't turn out that way um the performance alone i think well many people are drumming up many excuses for my guess, performance They've not played together for a month. Um, it might be, it might be that um, yes, but we were playing Europa League anyways. Um, so, but yes, I think not being able to play um, after a month might contribute. But really, should we? Should that be an excuse to? Uh, surrender to Manchester City that way. Is that Should that be an excuse not to give it your best? Yes, we could have lost the game gallantly. Why not lose the game gallantly? Why not do the basics right? Do, what is, do the right things. And lose because this opposition was better on a day. Or had better players. Or had a better squad. Why not lose for that reason? Why do we have to lose as if we are a team coming from relegation or coming from the championship? You know, it was a pathetic, terrible performance for Manchester United. We're not doing the right things, you know. We gave Manchester City too much space to operate. Nobody was going with the runners, you know, exposed, the defence was exposed, you know, and... Under that seven minutes, we're go-down. I mean, in the eight minutes, we already a go-down. The only way we could have won that game is if we could score first. We were supposed... I don't know what I, this is. Everything had been naive. But we're supposed to have kept things tight and made it difficult survive so the first 20, 30 minutes They grow into the game. For straight Manchester City, grow into the game Hopefully, Nicky go first. Then see what you could, how, how long you can hold on to that lead and hit Manchester City on the break. You know? So, this was not a game we had to win. We already have a game in hand, you know, on both City and Arsenal. So, why are we um, trying to play an expansive football with a midfield of Bruno Fernandes in and McTominay in. It's not going to work. Only Ericsson is capable of playing an expansive football, but the other two are not able because they can't keep possession of the ball. That is the situation we are in. In a midfield that we have Bruno, forward-thinking, Ericsson, who has the brains to you know, create possession and pass very well, and McTomine who is a midfielder who a midfielder who we really don't know his best position anymore, but he's been played as a defensive midfielder. You know, he's a makeshift defensive midfielder who cannot keep possession or defend properly in the midfield, then really you shouldn't be playing trying to play next round. because that's what I think. Um Eric Hang was doing because that selection proves that he was hoping to play some expansive football and try to you know, match Manchester City in the midfield. I may be wrong here. I know many people might disagree with me, but we're not supposed to go into that game um, trying to match Manchester City in the midfield. We needed to keep it tight, make it difficult, and make the substitutions when necessary to play more expansive, you know, but what do we have? We just allowed them to score in the seventh minute, but at the sixth minute or so, we already three goals down. You know, come on, that is just ridiculous, ridiculous. You know, um, the, I think the match plan and the game plan was wrong. The the approach to the game was wrong. The tactics they adopted was naive and. Definitely, the selection was not what it should be. Um, Again, Rashford is only playing because he has pace. And managers of these big teams know this. I've seen that Eric DeHang likes using Rashford. What does he do? They play Kyle Walker in case um, him drift uh, drift to the wings. And play Aconji and... um, Nathan Ake, fast centre-backs, and they nullified Marcus Rashford. Rashford, that is the only thing he brings to this Pan United team, his pace. He's been able to um, run very quickly and hopefully get shots on target. That is what he brings to the team. Rashford is not a striker. His hold-up play was poor. Because of his um, poor passing, he... He made uh, Daryl Malasha commit a foul and bag a yellow card, you know. So the game was, um, um, the game was, the game was difficult for Manchester United because some players were not up to scratch and not good enough and couldn't even, um, carry out the instructions and tactics that they were asked to do. And... I think the 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 way the team was set up and the selection was poor, Ronaldo would have done a much better job. It would have made much difference if Ronaldo was one playing and Rashford, Rashford was nullified. But again, I understand that if you're playing Ronaldo, you have to adjust your tactics or set up your team so that they can fit his style of play. Which maybe Eric Han was not prepared to do, but again, Rashford has proven that he he cannot be trusted in the big games. Yes, he did well against Liverpool and did well against Arsenal, but that because we were playing at home and those teams um, perhaps afforded him the space to wreak havoc. But I think Rashford, as we all know, is more dangerous coming in from the wings, not as a lone striker. I think you should have played on the wings and perhaps put Ronaldo in centre forward. We didn't have much possession anyways, and whenever we could, there was nobody to get on the end of crosses. That's the situation we are in right now. So, it's unfortunate, um, but... um, It was um, a terrible performance for Manchester United yesterday. It was um, painful to watch, um, embarrassing, humiliating. We were humiliated. And this is, these are the things we experienced last season, that like I'm going to creep back into this team again. Last season, we lost to Brighton 4-0. We lost to Liverpool, home and away, I think, um four five zero, five zero at Old Trafford. I think four zero at Anfield or five zero again at Anfield. We lost to City. Um I think we lost by five at Etihad Had and um we lost at Old Trafford by two goals to nothing. which was more respectable anyways. You know? We lost to uh, who, who has it been used too heavily. I think it was uh, those, those games that we lost. And of course, with numerous other defeats that we had and we had to endure last season. And we are already, we already seven games in and we've lost heavily in two, of the, two games where we just collapsed 4 0 against Brentford and now 6 against City. When, when, are we, when next will this happen again? How long are we going to tolerate such collapse? And it all starts in the midfield. In the midfield, the midfield is not doing his job. Ericsson should not be playing so deep with Maktomini. I feel um, Eric Ten Hag, and I'm sure so many of you will agree with this or share this opinion. Now, Eric Ten Hag should have started Casemiro and played either with Ericsson or with Maktomini or with Fred. People who are drifters, who will, you um, know, who are willing to run, who know how to uh, put it in a tackle. Matumini didn't put in a tackle yesterday. Maybe he's trying to remain in the squad for Everton, so he wasn't making any silly tackles, and it made him less defensive, less. Um, what do I how lies describe him he wasn't he didn't put in himself about yesterday he didn't make any tackles he didn't do anything Casemiro would have made a couple of tackles Fred would have made a lot of tackles you know and done some dirty work in the midfield to you know win the midfield battle and put Ericsson, who is more creative in there or you put you choke the midfield. You don't need to play um three forwards. We're not gonna get the balls anyway. Putting your Rashford for pace and putting maybe Anthony for his guile and his technique in shooting. You know? Play play a game whereby you you even the playing field in the midfield. Get some control in the midfield. You know? You didn't have to play four three three. And Sancho was useless. Anthony was anonymous. He was anonymous in the first half. He was not there. He was not doing his defensive duties properly. Dalot was exposed. <sighs> you know. Rashford was running after, running like a rabbit in headlights, running over lost courses. He was just useless throughout the game. Uh, defenders were exposed, especially the central defense. Malaysia and that lot, uh, could not do much because they were booked. Michael Oliver, I don't understand why he would bring that if they look at it the first minute. And it's not like it was consistent tr- all through. These English referees are just crazy, you know. But then again, the bottom line is my United were uh, lethargic. They, they were not confident and it showed. And they gave Manchester City too much room, and players were switching off at key moments, and Manchester City were just capitalising. Some people were deciding in the Gea that he ought to have saved one or two of those chances. Please give me a break. What was he supposed to do in the first goal, or in the second goal that Haaland scored, or in the goal that Foden scored in the second? I mean, the first half. The goals were you you if if you if you're blaming a keeper then if any save that was made would have to be Waldis, And the guy did his own part, he saved in the very first very first few minutes when Manchester had three shots on target that were blocked. He saved one of those. He did his job. He did his job. The goal that Haaland scored the corner kick, what was he supposed to do? Why is Ericsson marking Haaland? Why? My should be marking Haaland. And even then, Haland still I'll jump to Atomini because they were all clustered together. You know? So the people have an agenda against the jail, but the jail was not the reason why we lost. At very best, he could have kept the scoreline line, but we still would have lost. And I can bet you if if he had kept the scoreline down, Manchester City would not have switched off the way they did to allow us to score three goals in the second half. That is not a reality. The only positive is that we scored three goals away from home and we scored by somebody who is much better at holding the play, like Anthony Martial. We just have to hope that Anthony Martial will be fit um, going forward because he's the only one who can play the striker, after Cristiano Ronaldo. Martial Ronaldo playing as strikers will be much more productive than Rashford playing as a striker. Rashford is only good from the wings. He and Sancho have to dig it out. That is not the reality of things. He or Sancho just need to play from the wings. I'm sure that um, can Hag is trying to help some of the England players be ready for the World Cup. But they have we have our own immediate problems. Can I say I just will fix these problems? But we have our own immediate problems, really. Um, speaking about the individual players, yes, like I mentioned, there was nothing much that Jack could do about those goals, especially the ones Foden scored in the second half. He was one on one, he placed the ball properly. We um, looked sure what we'll playing on, on the other one. The other one was Haaland, was, you know, or he just blasted it in, you know, in the 80 yard block after crossing, you know. So, there was nothing the Jack could do about those goals. Anybody saying the Jack could have saved them doesn't know what he's talking about or has not rewatched that game again. There's nothing the Jack could do in most of those goals. There was nothing. The only one, the only one he probably could have saved was um, Foden's third goal. And that if he had. Maybe probably come out a third earlier, a second earlier, he came out of the, to narrow the angle. He probably would have pulled a save. But then we are making assumptions here. Then I want to begin to start talking about the other players. Dialogue um, didn't have a good game. Um, unfortunately, he got booked in the first minute, and that probably affected his game. He couldn't do many things he could have done. He didn't know to get. A second yellow card um unfortunately he's our only good right back i don't know why um obviously brandon williams is not good enough he's not trustworthy and he's actually better playing at left back than a right back around wambisaka i don't know if he's fit or not but wambisaka again is not good enough for a coach like eric Ten Hag. Aaron around wambisaka maybe in a defensive game yes but Maybe he would have done a job yesterday, probably, made one or two tackles, but that's just the situation we are in. We need people who can attack and defend, not just defend. And that's why wan Bisaka is, is now being ignored by Eric Tinhardt. In the central defense, Varan unfortunately got injured, and I think the team sort of collapsed after that injury. If he hadn't gotten injured, perhaps um, the score line would have been lower now, fortunately, he got injured after he blocked that shot, and he twisted his ankle somewhat, and it affected him because um, the the thought go by Holland was his fault. Uh, Some people are blaming uh, Lisandro Martinez that if he was a bit taller, he would have stopped that shot. People are just ridiculous. Who says? Uh, who? What is the guarantee that he would have uh, if he was taller, he was able to? um get his head into it. There's no guarantee they crossed the ball, it was swerving, the trajectory was going in the different direction. So it's it's possible that yes a taller defender might have got their heads into it. But it's also possible that um the defender would not have. So and again Varan um should have been more alert and try and cut it out but because of he was injured he couldn't run that much. And I'm happy they removed him in the first half so that we'll have time to recover. Hopefully be fit for everything game. You know. So it does unfortunate but that's just the way it is. Um like Varane, we missed Varan's um um defensive astuteness in that game and it contributed to the collapse in the defense, um, but he too was not particularly outstanding, save for Martinez, he did okay, he was okay, people are blaming him again, the issue of his head will always come up when things go south or if there is any obvious, but um, Cannavaro was not a tall defender and he was one of the very best in the world. Um, there's this Chilean defender um, who wasn't also tall as well, and it was very um, was very good. Was average height, probably as short as Martinez, if not shorter. So people always making a big deal of the height and not being uh, well. I just looking for excuses to or opportunities to. Uh, mock Lissandro Martinez and of course this is the internet age social media age meme age and people can say what they want and do what they want when we lose um, it doesn't change the situation it doesn't change the fact that my and I need to have a good midfield I think if we have a solid midfield there will be less pressure on the defence um, Tariq Malachi had a difficult game it wasn't as bad as people are making it to seem but he had a yellow card, and he was beaten for pace by Foden um, in the goal, in the fourth goal, uh, that Manchester City scored um, before halftime. And perhaps he should have uh, uh, been more aware, but it was his blind side, so Foden was quick. It was a counter, it was a break, so... Um, but I don't, I don't, I won't really blame Malaysia for that goal. Um, I feel that before before that counter attack, somebody should have shot um, the ball at the edge of the eighteen yard block. It was because of the person passed it up to Anthony, and that was why um, City could break. Somebody was in a better position to shoot, and we, we allowed Anthony to take the shot, and that what led to the counter-attack, which we considered a fourth goal. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. Um, but I don't think Tiger was that bad, but was hooked up for Luke Shaw. And I think Luke Shaw had a decent enough game. He His tenacity made us score the second goal, um, but he was also guilty of not being assigned with the defence and played for them onside where he scored the he stored goal, he was the one that was playing for the offside. If he had been in sync with the defense, that goal would have been chalked off where he wasn't. So, but I think he had a decent enough game. cannot be too critical of Luke Shaw. But again, um, I don't think um, for me, Malaysia should keep starting ahead of Luke Shaw. Uh, Malaysia has earned the right to have one of few dodgy games, you know. So, and again, this is his first season in England. So, uh, we need to cut Karim Malachia's on slack, but Luchard, I think, did okay. But, um, again, it was too little too late. The damage had already been done in the first half. Uh, in the midfield, um, again, Maktoumian was terrible. He was not going with the runners. He didn't do his job properly. He wasn't put it in the tackles. Um, many have argued that he has had a good game uh, for most of the season after the Brentford game and he has been keeping Casemiro out. I would view that in games like this you bring in players like Casemiro because you pay £60 million for the guy why are you putting him on the bench? For what purpose? I think Eric Tanahar is also quite stubborn uh, setting his ways and he's giving players opportunities to um, give um, to to build on their good form and build competition. But Casemiro is not um, like Tarema Lasha who is up-and-coming. Um, Casemiro is an established player. Established, if either, He should be playing games like this. This is what what is selling players like that for. Not to be playing Europa League games, no. So I think um, I reckon I got that wrong. He either should have paired Casemiro with Mactomini we didn't have to, we didn't need two quote unquote creative attacking midfielders in that squad. We needed um, grifters, people who can hold possession, who can do the dirty work, win the midfield battle in that midfield. And Casemiro and McTominay could have done much better Perhaps um McTominay, because of the way he plays, would have, you know, been much more... Um, bolder in doing some of the dirty work if Casemiro was there. You know, you never can tell but I feel players like Casemiro and Fred or Casemiro and McKimney should have played in the midfield and one of Bruno and Eric could have been sacrificed. I would have sacrificed Bruno because Bruno didn't do anything in the game. He had only one good shot in anger in the first half from way out which it was easy um it was bread and butter for Ederson so I don't know what um Electric was thinking. Yes it was a team that defeated Arsenal but this is not Arsenal. I know that I would have been confident with this kind of squad against Arsenal or any other team in the Premier League not with Manchester City in the form they are in. You know and with Haaland in that squad. Haaland is a game changer for Manchester City. And I won't be surprised if City win the uh, the Champions League this season. But, again, we shouldn't have made it too easy. It was too easy for City. They didn't get out of second gear. It was that bad, you know. So, my apologies for any baby crying in the background. That's my baby, Pedro. So, I'm sorry if um, you're hearing baby noise. It's not part of the... Um, it's not part of the sound effects, just the baby cry. So please bear with me. Okay, guys, thank you very much. All right. Um, um, Bruno, of course, was poor. He didn't do much. Um, he, of course, he was running around, uh, but he didn't really do much. Um, some of the passes he made were poor. Ericsson too was very poor. His passing too was quite wayward. Although his passing led to Anthony's goal, we have that has to be said, and that's why I like Ericsson. Um, but he had a poor game with McTominay yesterday. They were both poor in midfield. But he had the assist for Anthony's goal, and Anthony too was quite poor. We have to be said he was terrible yesterday, apart from the goal, which was a stroke of brilliance. Anthony was anonymous throughout the first half. In The second half, he, he was better, came into the game, had one or two shots, um, was a bit more defensive, um, he helped out in the defense, but that was what he should have been doing in the first half uh, when Dalot was on the ropes, but he wasn't there. He was anonymous. We wondered whether he was playing or not, but he was right there. You know, so Anthony, yes, we have to cut him some slack. It's the second Premier League game. And he has scored again, so we um, can't be too critical. But he needs to do more. Um, so he was terrible too, barring the goal, and it was poor overall. It was terrible. Um, Rashford was terrible, terrible. He didn't do anything of significance. He didn't shoot. He was passing was terrible. He couldn't hold up the play. Running like a headless chicken, again. Rashford just terrible um, Sancho too had a poor game couldn't have much of the ball um, his passing was better but they were not progressive passes that much they were square passes um, but Sancho was very poor as well and they got hooked off um, for others um, Anthony Marshall was obviously our best player uh, even though he didn't get much of the game but was in in good moments to pounce and won the penalty and that's thing I like about Rash, uh, Anthony Martial he knows how to win penalties from silly tackles or neglect tackles from defenders he knows how to win those penalties and they were and he won them nicely and converted nicely yesterday good on Anthony Martial. Hopefully he stays fit and challenges Ronaldo for a starting place. I think Ronaldo should still be starting. He shouldn't only be playing Europa League games. Um, but um, but that's just the way it is. I think Erickson had a game plan which involved uh, Rashford running um, trying to catch the City defence because of his pace. But it just didn't, it just didn't work out yesterday. Uh, I think he could have changed and brought on Ronaldo on um, uh, early in the second half for Rashford and brought players who could really do a job. Marshall who knows, who knows, who knows, who knows. But his, his choice of bringing on Marshall for Rashford uh, paid off because he scored two. And again, you have to look at it in context of um, City... Um, um, throwing in the towel after scoring six goals, you know, so we can't get to carry the way, but I'm happy for Anthony Marshall. Long may he continue, long may he stay fit. Um, Casimiro came on, did his bit, but again, he was too little too late. And, um, I've already talked about Shaw Casimiro Marshall, who has came on now, uh, Fred. Fred was involved with the second goal by Marshall, but again, it was too little too late, but I think he did, he, he did okay. Um, but, you know, Fred again, when he first came on, his first pass was behind Erickson. Again, That he needs to work on his passing, and that is my problem with Fred. He, his passing is, gives a lot to desired. Even a five-yard pass may not be accurate when he's passing. So I don't know why he makes such stupid passes. Um, I don't know who else came, I can't recall. Yeah, uh, Lindelof came on and I think he did okay. But, um, again, nobody's um, keep, uh, keeping close to Haaland. Somebody should have been assigned to just be a nuisance to Haaland and, you know, make it difficult for him. I don't understand why he just allowed Haaland to easy goals. I feel the, the easiest goal to defend was that those the first two goals Haaland scored. If the defense had done his job, he wouldn't have scored them. probably that third goal, nobody can stop that from going because it just him it was just on mark and just hit it first time on target, you know. So I can understand that. But the other two the first two goals, the corner go from the corner kick somebody should have, somebody should have marked Holland and put him off. And, but he had jumped all the idiots who were with him, Eriksson and um, McTominay. The other goal, Varane uh, was cut out because he couldn't stretch or run and stretch. There was nothing um, Jack could do about that. Um, it was very accurate. You know, he just stretched his legs and there was nothing Jack could do. Um, so that is it, basically, about that performance. Eric Tinhard needs to cut out some of these naivety and realise the level at which we are at. He needs time, yes, he needs a few years to bring in players who will um, execute his vision. At the same time, he has to live with the reality that our players are not at the level of City and therefore you adjust your tactics and set up your team and putting players who can deal and nullify the strength of Manchester City. If you lose the matrix battle against City, most likely you're going to lose that game. So you make it very difficult for City to win. Even if you win the game, at least you lose gallantly. But we just allowed City to stroll in and humiliate Manchester United and make us a stock all over the world. It's just ridiculous and painful at that. You know, so we move on, we march on um, with our tails between our legs. We go to the Europa League. We play Omonia Nicosia on Thursday. I don't know if it's away or at Old Trafford, wherever it is, we should be winning that game, and we should win that game well to build some confidence. And I'm sure everything won't be as clinical as. City, but it's a game that we've been losing for the past three years at um, Goodison Park. So we need to be ready and make sure that we win that game and get our season back on track. I expect us to win those two games. No excuses, no problems otherwise. We'll have we need to ask questions again of Eric Ten Hag if we can't beat Omunia, because and Everton at Goodison Park. So thank you all for listening. This was a very long podcast. I'm sorry about that. Um, but something needed to be said. So, I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I hope you listened to the end. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. Do not forget to follow uh, on Spotify if you use Spotify, or like and subscribe and share with your friends and loved ones. Do have a great day and bye for now.